I want. I'm really excited to talk about this fairy tale thing. Should we do the fairy tale thing? Yes. Okay. So I made notes. I think I got them in order. So I've got Cinderella, um, Snow White, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and then your personal favorite is Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Right? Okay. How do you want to do this? How should? How are we going to do this? Because I'm. I gotta quit. Fucking my notes. I'm ruining my audio. <laughs> Let's see. If you do the the um, the story side and okay, could do and then you'll talk a little bit about the Disney version. Okay, I'll do the Disney part. Okay, so Gigi, Gina, I don't know what you want to go by. What do you want me to call you? Whatever, Gigi. Okay, so Gigi is a super Disney fan, and so I am going to go. We were talking on Twitter about how there needs to be a podcast about just talking about the um, the basis for like Cinderella and all these movies that I grew up with. I know as a kid, like as a little girl, I grew up internalizing these messages from Disney that like, if you're beautiful and if you're kind and if you're sweet and if you're just perfect, then everything will be okay. And you'll find your prince and your prince is not a narcissist. He's the prince. This is not narcissistic behavior. This is what you want from a man. And so I internalized all these really unhealthy like messages. And then to go back to the original stories, the original stories are even more terrifying than the Disney versions, I think. So starting with Cinderella, um, it, this most of them are Brothers Grimm. So Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. And around 1812, I think, is when they started collecting these stories. Mm-hmm. And there have been the, you know, revisions of them over the years, but the 1812 versions are pretty horrific. So um, we were, what sparked this is the Cinderella meme that you posted, right? Yeah. Okay. So tell me the meme again, because I can picture it, but I can't think of what it said. It was um, the prince saying, he said Cinderella was the love of his life but he couldn't remember what she looked like and had to carry a shoe in his pocket to find her. Yes. Yes. Okay. So basically the story is pretty much the same. There's the rich, wealthy father has a daughter and a wife. The wife dies. Um, She tells the daughter to behave, um, just be pious and be good and everything will be fine. So the father remarries after a year um, and he allows the new stepmother and the two wicked stepsisters to basically strip Cinderella of all of her, um, like title within the family. So she is literally her clothes are taken from her. She's given wooden shoes. I'm not sure why wooden shoes. No one, no one wears wooden shoes. I don't know. But shoes are a weird thing. And Nick's brought this up too. Um, Disney has really engendered a fascination with shoes for her. But so in this one, they give her wooden shoes, which apparently nobody's going to look cute in wooden shoes. Anyways. So the, prince or the king says that he's going to have this three-day ball so for three days she goes to her mother's grave and cries and she doesn't have a fairy godmother she has these two magic pigeons and i gotta say i want these pigeons these pigeons are badass because every time that she goes and prays for the clothes and all the things that she needs to participate in the ball um the pigeons drop them down for her so the first night she goes to the ball the prince won't dance with anyone else it's only her um he wants to escort her home because he wants i think it's here comes the narcissism you know he wants to escort her home that's like very chivalrous on one side but it's also kind of narcissistic like no i'm I'm good i'm gonna go home now so she runs away from him and she jumps into their dove coat which is like a pigeon coop um so he with her father proceeds the father brings him an axe so that he can chop down the dove coat to find her um luckily she gets away and goes back to the cinders and the next day she goes again prays for the dress gets the dress 
goes to the ball. He won't dance with anyone else. The second night, she gets away from him and climbs a tree. So dad, her father, brings the prince an axe to cut down the tree to find her. Um, doesn't find her. She escapes. Finally, the third night, these pigeons give her these badass pumps. Golden pumps. And uh, so the prince has laid a trap. And he must be psychic, too, because he's laid a trap for her this night so when she goes to run away from him he's had the stairs covered in pitch literally it says the words in the text the prince set a trap for cinderella and she loses one of her shoes so then he goes back to the house because he's followed her back to this house he's chopped down all of their outbuildings and trees apparently trying to find this woman um and he has the sisters sisters are like oh it's my shoe it's my shoe so the first one takes the shoe into her bedroom and the evil stepmother says well, it doesn't fit, but just cut your toe off. Because once you're a queen, you won't have to go anywhere on foot anyway. So just cut your toe off. It's fine. So she cuts her toe off, puts the shoe on, and then goes out. And the prince is like, oh, mazel tov. And then they ride off. And the two pigeons, here's these two pigeons. I love these pigeons. Uh, they're sitting in the tree and they're like, um, that bitch shoe is bleeding. So he looks down. He's like, oh, okay, yeah. It, keep in mind. He has danced with Cinderella all three nights of the ball. He wouldn't look at anyone else for the whole night, but he doesn't recognize her. He has to have someone fit into the shoe. So he brings the the fake the first one back. Um, he gives it to the second wicked stepsister. The mom says, well, just cut off part of your heel because you're going to be a queen because oh, it's cool. You don't need that heel. So she cuts off part of her heel again. Apparently, they cleaned the shoe off and he doesn't realize that it's bleeding again as they're riding away. The pigeons are like, bitch, this is the wrong girl. Like the shoe is bleeding. The shoe is bleeding. Alert. Danger Will Robinson. So he takes her back. He gets Cinderella into the shoe and they ride off uh, happily ever after. They're about to get married. And this is this is why I want the pigeons. I need these pigeons in my life. Um, as they're getting married, the sisters are like, well, she's going to be queen. So we're going to like walk beside her at her wedding. So there's one on each side of her. As they're walking into the church, a pigeon lands on each sister and pecks one of their eyes out. And as they're walking out, apparently they didn't, they didn't like postpone the ceremony or get any medical attention to them at all um, because they went through the ceremony. And as they're leaving the ceremony, the pigeons are like, ah, we're back. And they got the other eye from both sister. And so the birds pecked their eyes out and they were rewarded for their wickedness with blindness for the rest of their lives. Wow. Mm -hmm. So that's the true story of Cinderella. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I feel like. I don't know. I feel like I would have responded more positively to that one at the age of 12. And I don't know. Yeah, they kind of cleaned that one up. Yeah, they've done a lot of cleanup. Mm -hmm. well, that kind of killed Cinderella for me. Oh, no. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe we shouldn't do this. I don't want to ruin it for you. I like the kid version. <laughs> Maybe we better not do this. <laughs> Tell me the kid version, because I haven't I haven't watched it in a thousand years. So there were wooden shoes in that. Were there? Yeah. Um, that's what she put on to work. Okay. She took off her flats and she put on the wooden shoes to do the work. Uh-huh. Um, but they had the nasty cat, Lucifer. Lucifer, yeah. Um and the mice and the birds helped her huh? do the um, make sure. her first dress. Okay. And then um, 
but it was when she had on that first dress that she made and then the sisters ripped it apart. Um, that's when she ran out and cried in the garden and that's when the fairy godmother came. Okay. Um, but then, you know, told her everything had to be, if be back by midnight because the coach the turned back into a pumpkin and you lose everything and she did. But then the prince was like, I need to find her. Mm-hmm. And didn't remember what she looked like, or he could have gone out with with yeah. the footman and figured out who she was, but he didn't yeah. do that. He didn't. In both versions, it's kind of like the girl is just a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but in my in my eight year old head, I was like, this is the most romantic thing I've ever seen. Exactly. <laughs> right. That, yeah. Yeah, I saw that with um, uh, which one did I watch last night? Snow White. I watched some mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. The ages of these girls, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were kids. Snow was like 16. Uh-huh. Something like that. Snow White was 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of... <laughs> yeah. And so, basically, like, in Snow White... Let me just go to my Snow White notes here. Um, Snow White... <laughs> uh... The prince feels like a necrophiliac to me. Does he not? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, if you happen upon a glass coffin with a girl who appears to be dead in it, first of all, why do you want to buy it? Secondly, why do you want to take it home? I'm concerned. And especially if this girl is 14. Yeah, like you fell in love with her the the minute you saw her. Like, Uh Yeah. Yeah. You're kissing a dead 14-year-old. Yeah. I feel like somebody needs to call the authorities on this guy. Yeah. The prince is not, I'm, I'm really realizing that princes are not what I'm looking for. No. And, and she was happy to walk into somebody's house and clean stuff for them. And it's like, yay. Yeah. No. Oh, you're going to let me live here. And all I have to do is cook all your meals. And, and in the text, it actually says when they came home, they wanted their dinner ready. Where's my dinner, bitch? Is basically the nature of her relationship with the dwarves. Give me my stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember in the Disney version. So the queen wanted her killed because she was too beautiful. Mm-hmm. Did she want a part from Snow White brought back to her? The heart. The heart? Okay. Heart. Okay. So well, the woman the- brought back the heart of a pig yeah yeah well she wanted the lungs and the liver in the story because she wanted to eat them not because she wanted proof but she wanted to actually ingest them so he did kill a boar and he took the lungs and the heart from that uh so that that make that matches up Mm -hmm. yeah so uh, there's a lot of child abuse going on yeah they need a cys department in fairy tale land yeah they do (laughs) Did she try to kill Snow White three times? Like when she physically came after her herself, when she's like, okay, you want something done. You got to do it yourself. Did she come once? She only came at her with the, twice then I think, because once with the poison apple. Mm -hmm. And then I think she tried to physically do away with her. Okay. Um, Or no, no, because she'd already ingested the apple. So it didn't matter. I'm trying to remember. But the queen, she died. Um, she fell off the cliff or something like that. Oh, really? She fell off a cliff? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm a good ending to tell dwarves you. put her in the glass coffin and then the prince heard about the glass coffin and he came yeah. And, yeah. Um, and kissed her and then she woke up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, in the, in the story, the, the evil queen comes three times. She tries to, um, basically she tries to sell her some bodice lace and then she ties it up so tight that Cinderella can't breathe. And then the dwarves come and find her just laying on the ground and they rescue her. Um, the second time she comes with a poison comb and combs her hair. And apparently you can get a lot of poison in your body. If you brush your hair with poison, I don't know, but that was a thing. The, the dwarves saved her again from that one. And then the third time the apple, but the apple got stuck in her throat. Um, so as so the prince, of course, isn't carrying the coffin himself at all. Um, he's having people carry the coffin through the woods. And one of the footmen who's carrying it gets really ticked off that he has to carry this like dead 14-year-old glass coffin girl um, back to the prince's castle. So he um, smacks her in the head. And that's when the apple is dislodged and she wakes up. It wasn't a magic kiss. It was just, you know, physical assault. <laughs> yeah we did that one <laughs> and then they got married and um the queen was forced once they found out what the queen had done um the, the new husband forced the queen to put on red hot iron shoes and dance until she died oh mm-hmm. damn mm-hmm. Germany weren't fucking around no. when they were so <laughs> they were not messing around oh, these no. kids you better be nice. You better be pretty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. How, how's the little mermaid for you? Are, do you want me to keep doing this to you? I feel like I'm traumatizing you. I have until 4 30. Okay. All right. Here we go. Little mermaid. Little mermaid, that one was dark because, like, mm-hmm. I. The, the, <laughs> The fact that Ariel would sign her life away mm-hmm. for a dude, mm-hmm. like, girl, that you're doing too much there. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe in the original, didn't Ursula cut her tongue out? Yeah, it was the tongue. She didn't, like, magically take her voice. She just straight up cut her tongue out. So she probably could have said some things, but just it wouldn't have been very understandable. Yeah. Like, all that for a dude. No. Yeah, I have right here in my notes. Um in in the in the Disney movie, the motivation was Dick. But <laughs> in the in the Hans, Hans Christian Anderson story, the motivation was Dick and an eternal soul because humans had an eternal soul, whereas mermaids did not. So she at least had a little bit more in on her brain than uh, some Dick. Oh my gosh! A little bit more of a role model. A for little bit more. Yeah. And uh, every step that she took uh, in the in the book, uh, every step that she took felt like it was being taken on broken glass. Oh like it felt my like gosh! Like that's the sacrifice that she had to make. That's how bad she wanted the dick. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Prince actually married somebody else in the end of that book, and she threw herself into the sea, um, and she became a daughter of the air, and she had to do three hundred years worth of good deeds so that maybe somebody would redeem her eventually in the end. Oh so she got nothing. Gosh. Mm-hmm. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I'm not ruining these for you. I'm making you love Disney more. I love Disney more. <laughs> yeah. Beauty and the Beast. It's actually pretty, it's pretty similar, except that um, Beauty had two wicked stepsisters and they, um, she, she got a week furlough. She got, she, she got furloughed for a week. 
to go home and see her family. And mm-hmm. the stepsisters tried to convince her to stay an extra week, hoping that when she got back, the beast would eat her. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry, Gigi. I'm destroying your life right now. <laughs> My life is a lie. <laughs> no, it's not. The Grimms were just dark. They were the dark. Time. They were dark. Yeah. Very dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty is your favorite. Tell me why. I know we only have a few minutes left. That one, I think, just seemed like the more romantic of all of them. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they 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 met in the woods and mm-hmm. he was coming back to find her and he was going to, you know, give up being, you know, marrying a, a princess, not knowing that she actually was, just to go back and find her. And then he was still willing to fight for her. Yeah. Even though, you know, he still needed the flora fauna and mary brother to help him defeat maleficent mm-hmm. it was still for love that he fought the dragon for yeah. her um and he knew that he had to kiss her to break the spell mm-hmm. so it wasn't like you know he found a dead body in the woods and kissed it yeah. um <laughs> but he's so romantic I, but i like how you know he had a you know he had to fight evil for her yeah. and you know to to win her, I guess. Um, yeah. So I liked that one. <laughs> you like that one? I'm not going to tell you the real story. I'll I'll put it in the episode, but I'm not going to ruin it. <laughs> Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> I'll find out when this is. your whole life. <laughs> what I do? Swap her hand? So I'll sit there and listen and then I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So fairy tales are a little bit freaky, aren't they? Yeah. 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 The real ones? Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like that didn't go well. <laughs> this would be good for anybody who's only seen the Disney. Yeah. 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 What you're really liking. <laughs> I might just turn that into a little like one off thing. <laughs> Listen at your own risk. <laughs> oh, I feel like I just ruined your whole day. I'm very sorry. <laughs> No, no. What's gonna ruin my day is when I go back and check my emails. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> How are you guys handling quarantine? Okay, not yeah. it's not too bad anymore. There's still you can get out and do some things. Yeah, I can go outside. I can go to the store if I need to. I just got a mask up, but otherwise, mm-hmm. not too bad. That's good. Not bad. <sighs> You're the Leslie note. To my April Ludgate. <laughs> I can hear my kids fighting. I'm gonna have to go. Total <laughs> What? What is like? What is the one thing that you would want to say about parenting? Just what's your what's your least favorite or most favorite, or just if you had one thing to say about it? Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> That makes Just a nice little easy question for me. I I love. I don't know what my least my least favorite I guess would be like the tiredness, mm-hmm. but my most favorite and I think what makes it all worthwhile is watching them grow up, mm-hmm. and become people, 
mm-hmm. and get to be adults and find their way and see what it is that they like and get to enjoy those things with them. Yeah. That's the awesome part. Yeah. I agree. I'm with you on that one. I dig it. Oh, I'm glad we got a chance to talk again. Me too. <laughs> now, listen, uh, we're going to have to get this broken shells and ugly fruit thing going. Yes. We'll discuss that. <laughs> got my bag of broken shells. You get your ugly fruit. I'm going to get the ugly fruit. We'll go uh, beanie baby shopping. Yes. Next the poor little beanie babies left in the dollar yeah. store. <laughs> their, their rips or smell or whatever. Yeah, the funny smelling ones are yeah. the ones that I'm going to send. Those especially, they have to go in the box. Mm-hmm. They get bagged first, though. Yes. They're, we'll they're, just write one bomb in there. <laughs> to deliver to your door with the most unwanted things. Mm-hmm. But even unwanted things, you know. Yeah. Need to be wanted. I wanted to live on the island of misfit toys when I was a kid. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> if you love the island of misfit toys, you'll love ugly fruit. Oh, yes. Subscribe today. <laughs> price of nineteen ninety five a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made directly to either my or. <laughs> mm-hmm. No refunds. Bull corners. Be real upfront about what you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the name of the company, literally. You're getting literally broken shells. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I plan to support my children. Bye. <laughs> subscribe today <laughs> please <laughs> oh my god <laughs> thank you for being on my show you're welcome <laughs> i'm proud of you you made it you i i'm really sorry that i destroyed disney for you <laughs> oh. i apologize not a problem <laughs> oh you're I, you're going to, like, hang up and immediately start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can tell me. I'm getting drunk right after this. Okay. <laughs> All right. My mom's trying to call me from the kitchen. I think I have to go. I think my kids are being dicks again. You better go. All right. Have a good night. You too. I will send you, or I will upload this for you to listen to um, before it goes. Awesome. Friday so you can listen to it and approve it yay okay <laughs> all right have a good night thank you again see you later this is see ya <laughs> okay so this is what I didn't want to tell Gina uh during our interview because I wasn't quite sure I'm really bad with social cues and I wasn't sure if maybe I was destroying her whole life or not. So I just wanted to pull it back um, just to kind of, you know, make sure with her before I disclosed the, the true nature of Sleeping Beauty, which is Gina's very favorite fairy tale, Disney fairy tale of all time. Pretty sure it's not going to be her favorite uh, when I get done here, but this is what I do. <laughs> So basically, like every story, um, the story of Sleeping Beauty is uh, organic to neither Walt Disney nor to Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. Uh, However, the Grimm brothers did collect the oral folk story, which was a cautionary tale told by people to other people, but in a large way to their children as a cautionary tale. Um, 
but even before that, the story has um, been found in various um, incarnations throughout history as far back as um, I think between 1330 and 1340. Um, and then again um, in 1634 and I believe in 1697. Um, however, the, the, the story even though the Grimm's version is a little bit different because it's an oral folktale, um, what many people consider to be the original Sleeping Beauty was um, actually a, a 17th century story written um, by, what was the guy's name? Basile. It was uh, Jean-Baptiste Basile in the 17th century Italian story. Um, and it was based on these folk stories from back to the, you know, 1330s and 1340s. Uh, so in these folk stories that Basile sort of published as his own story, his own tale called Sun, Moon, and Talia, basically the entire genesis of Sleeping Beauty is that a sleeping princess uh, is raped and actually impregnated by a passing king who's already married. Um, and she falls, she falls into a shock basically. And when she, uh, comes to from the shock of finding that she has given birth to twins, um, the wife of the king finds out and tries to have her and the twins killed and the, she wants the twins to be cooked and served to her much like uh in snow white that lovely evil queen i have a lot to say about evil stepmothers and evil queens in fairy tales too that may gina i hope that you're listening because we need to go there um however um i believe in the original story the queen was unsuccessful um the twins were not cooked and eaten sleeping beauty was not uh killed and i believe that the king wound up marrying her and the queen probably was killed for her wickedness in any case um that is the true story of sleeping beauty and pretty much all of the disney nostalgia that i just slashed and burned for poor poor gina is just going on the list of reasons I'm for sure going to hell. So that has been this little teaser. Gina's episode will be out on Friday and it's about an hour long. All right. Bye kids.